millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, Sydney records 830 new COVID infections, curfews now in place in parts of the city. Marching in defiance of lockdowns, protesters rally at the Queensland-New South Wales border. Victoria's COVID emergency, a hospital outbreak forces hundreds to isolate. And Tokyo 2020, a sneak peek of the Paralympic Games opening ceremony. This is Seven News. Jody Spears. Good morning. New South Wales is waking up to its toughest COVID restrictions yet. Masks are now mandatory outdoors except during exercise. Sydney broke its own national record reporting 830 infections for Saturday. Curfews are now in place for hotspot council areas across the city. Unless you have that reasonable excuse, stay at home, play your part in what is um, truly now uh, a an event that spreads right across this state. No one in those areas can leave their home between the hours of 9pm and 5am except for essential reasons. Melbourne's case numbers are continuing to soar with 65 infections recorded for Saturday. Multiple staff at the Royal Melbourne Hospital are now isolating after a COVID positive man from Shepparton visited the hospital on August the 12th. That case wasn't there for COVID symptoms and wasn't showing COVID symptoms when they underwent surgery on the 12th of August. We expect that outbreak to grow. Two AFL final games have been moved to Tasmania as Victoria deals with its outbreak. 10,000 people will be allowed to attend the games in Launceston next week. Wild protests have erupted on the border of Queensland and New South Wales. Thousands of demonstrators rallied across the Gold Coast to challenge border closures and a new rule requiring people to be vaccinated to enter the Sunshine State. Some protesters managed to break through police checkpoints with officers arresting eight people. The Prime Minister claims high COVID case numbers do not change the national reopening plan. Scott Morrison says lockdowns must come to an end soon and wants all states to honour their agreement to lift restrictions once 70% of the population is vaccinated. A message to premiers still pursuing zero COVID. I think that's highly unlikely. With cases rising to record levels despite harsh lockdowns, the Prime Minister says the states must face the facts. You can't live with lockdowns forever. 
and at some point you need to make that gear change. That's done once 70% of the population is fully vaccinated, as recommended by the Doherty Institute. But that modelling was based on low case numbers. We were not envisaging shifting from phase A to phase B from a situation of lockdown, which is where we are now. We need to base action uh, on expert advice. So does the team at Doherty need to go back to the drawing board? The answer is absolutely not. The modelling suggests once the country reopens at 70%, within six months there could be up to 385,000 COVID cases in the community. Opening up at a higher caseload as seen today means we'll reach that peak sooner. Whether you start at, at 30 cases or 100 cases or, or more than that, you still have an unvaccinated population. With 30% of the population over the age of 16 now fully vaccinated, the Prime Minister says the focus must soon shift from rising case numbers to the number of people getting seriously ill. Then Australia is able to move out of what is really an unsustainable situation. And as hospital admissions rise, the country's top doctor says this is exactly what they've been planning for. Our hospitals, particularly our intensive care, uh, are ready for this. If anyone is arguing that we should let COVID in and let it run wild, well then they're off the planet. The battle continues. Jennifer Beshwati, 7 News. New mobile phone cameras operating in Queensland have nabbed almost 6,000 people texting and driving less than a month after being installed. A grace period means those drivers have avoided a staggering $6 million in penalties. But from November 1st, anyone caught breaking the rules will be hit with a $1,000 fine. We've got an exclusive sneak peek of the opening ceremony of the Tokyo Paralympic Games. Rehearsals are well underway ahead of the launch tomorrow night. The concept for the performance is We Have Wings. It's a nod to the courage of our Olympians. The opening ceremony will be broadcast live tomorrow night right here on 7. Australians are being warned to get their online Christmas shopping done early to avoid disappointment. Retailers say serious congestion in global supply chains is causing massive delays in shipping new consumer goods. Delays have been ongoing since the pandemic began, but the situation is worsening due to the current Delta outbreak, port closures and freighter scarcity. The Wiggles have a new and much larger lineup. Four more members are joining the group. The Wiggles say the shake-up is a bid to represent diversity and gender equality for their young audience. The colours will stay the same. There will now just be two of each colour. The team of eight will make their performing debut next month. Robots are helping breast cancer nurses around the country take part in an innovative new training program. The Australian first pilot is using technology to combat restrictions on travel across state borders. Meet Rosie the robot. She's helping connect breast cancer nurses undertaking specialised training with their teachers in Melbourne during border closures. Hi KG. So that we could allow nurses to participate so they could stay um, interstate but um, basically beam in. Eight nurses are taking part in the pilot program, giving them the skills needed to work with patients diagnosed with metastatic or incurable breast cancer. Emotionally, psychologically, it gives me some reassurance. It's such a huge help to know that you can have these nurses. Metastatic breast cancer patients have high levels of distress when they're first diagnosed, which is very understandable. And we support them from diagnosis all the way through their treatments. 
Rosie is controlled by the student, allowing them to shadow specialists and take part in patient consultations. It's been amazing to still be able to be a part of the program and you do, you feel like you're um, actually there. Of the 170 McGrath breast care nurses around Australia, 22 specialise in metastatic breast cancer. If the pilot program is successful, more nurses will be recruited. I think that would be a big help to every one of us, especially with the pandemic and everything. Ashley Kanowski, 7 News. The evidence is now without question. Laughter is the best medicine and new research has found it can even save lives. With the health benefits of a good laugh now confirmed, one comedian is bringing some much-needed joy to people stuck in lockdown. Look at all of those beautiful smiley faces in the gallery. What a pack of legends. Now, more than ever, we all need a good laugh. And Melbourne comedian Kirsty Wiebeck is giving a pandemic-weary audience just that. While you're in lockdown, give yourself a haircut. The result will be so terrible that when lockdown's extended, you will be grateful. So I started running Kirsty Wiebeck's Zoom Comedy Hour, which uh, I thought was going to be a one-off. Four weeks later, we're getting anywhere from 350 to... 550 people a week watching the show. Like all stand-up comedians, the 38-year-old lost her live gigs, but she didn't miss a beat. G'day, legends. I think a, a good laugh, even, even a smile, often makes people feel a lot better. Uh, anecdotally, we know it works, and it's great to see that there is definitely evidence that it works. New Monash University research has found laughter may be the best medicine for a healthy life, and it could save lives. The research that's out there is suggesting that it does break down the fear, the anxiety, potentially the stigma around some of these issues. Clever comedians can find humour in the most serious of topics, a deadly pandemic providing plenty of fodder. Everyone's sharing the experience and enjoying the laugh that it provides, but we're not minimising how serious COVID is. Peter Mitchell, 7 News. They were rock and roll pioneers, the Everly Brothers, with the harmonising sound of a generation. Now the music world is mourning the loss of Don Everly, who died peacefully at his Nashville home. Don's younger brother Phil died in 2014. Together they changed the face of modern music, influencing everyone from the Beatles and the Rolling Stones to the Beach Boys. Don Everly was 84. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is higher this morning, the Nasdaq is also up, in London the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,782 US dollars an ounce, oil is 61 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.31 US cents, 78 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. Australians could soon be eating white strawberries. Scientists in Queensland have designed the fruit to withstand the effects of climate change. It's said to have a sweet taste with low acidity and can thrive in warmer temperatures than normal strawberries. Former British Prime Minister Tony Blair has criticised the US over its decision to pull out of Afghanistan. Mr Blair says the chaotic withdrawal which allowed the Taliban to reclaim power was tragic, dangerous and unnecessary. You've now got this group back in charge of Afghanistan. They will give um, protection and succour to al-Qaeda. 
Meantime, the Pentagon has announced US commercial planes will be drafted in to help move people evacuated from Afghanistan on to other countries. More than 45 million people in America's northeast are on alert as Tropical Storm Henry moves on shore. Henry, which has been downgraded from a Category 1 hurricane, is already hammering several states with heavy rain and flooding, bringing record rainfall to New York City. The pandemic has triggered a trend around the world, reverse migration, with many fleeing big cities in search of a simpler life. In a small town in southern Italy, a group of young professionals is hoping to use COVID to their advantage. At a time when communities, even some countries, remain closed off to the outside world, Camarata wants to welcome foreigners in. Li aspettiamo. The ancient town, hailed as the panoramic terrace of inland Sicily, is the victim of a slow but steady exodus starting post-war. It's dead, she says, when people left or passed away, their relatives abandoned these houses, but a group of millennials is on a mission to repopulate. We want to have this street full of people, full of life, full of life. Among them, teachers, lawyers, architects who all moved abroad to advance their careers. COVID brought them back. During pandemic in the uh, big cities, it was really, really difficult. Mm. Everyone was alone. Here we are a community. Looking to grow. There's no real estate agents here. But the group has taken over the task of advertising and selling Camarata's empty homes, fixer-uppers ranging in price from one euro to a few thousand Australian dollars. Yeah, don't be, uh, don't be scared about this, uh, this problem here because there is uh, a terrace. Hoping to capitalise on the trend of remote working, 29-year-old Joe Stevens is a British software engineer. For me, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it's a lot cheaper than, for example, buying a house in the UK. Uh, you can take three years to do the work. Similar cheap housing schemes have been operating right across Italy now for several years. In many cases, they've ended up with villages full of renovated but still empty holiday homes. The priority here in Gamarata is to attract the right people to live, work, play and stay. Our objective is to attract people from all over the world to create a multicultural society, says the mayor, in a place rich with life's simple pleasures. In Camarata, Italy, Sarah Greenolch, Seven News. In sport, Ben Rutten has led Essendon back into the finals for the first time in 17 years. They already knew they'd made the eight ahead of their match against Collingwood and went on to smash the pies by 38 points. Dyson Heppel played on through an injury concern, while Mason Redmond could be in trouble for this tackle on Jack Ginevan. The final score, 102 to 64. The Adelaide Crows have finished 15th on the ladder after a 44-point win over North Melbourne, 98 to 54. And St Kilda gave Fremantle a hiding, 107 to 49. Brisbane have upset Warriors' final hopes with a 24-22 win. There was drama in the final moments as Ewan Aitken scored a contentious Warriors try to be within two of the Broncos. But Reese Walsh failed twice to send the game to Golden Point. The Roosters' James Tedesco put on a masterclass with a handful of try assists as the Dragons' season is now all but over. The Tricolours defeating St George Illawarra 40-22. 
Arsenal's disappointing start to the English Premier League season has continued in the London derby. Romelu Lukaku scored on his return to Chelsea as they eased to an impressive 2-0 win over the Gunners. Manchester United have had to share the points as the Reds were held to a one-all draw by Southampton. Tennis star Daniil Medvedev had an angry outburst after colliding with an on-court camera on the court. The incident happened during his match against fellow Russian Andrei Rublev. Medvedev kicked the camera before complaining to the umpire about it. The camera is... Daniil. No, but don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Man, no take it away. Work. I almost broke my hand. Rublev went on to defeat Medvedev 2-6-6-3-6-3. Ash Barty is a win away from her fifth title of the season. The Aussie is set to play Jill Teichman in the Cincinnati Open final this morning. A retiring firefighter in London got an extra special send-off that he's unlikely to ever forget. Andrew Shaw was attending his final roll call at London's Soho Fire Station when an American actor, Harrison Ford, happened to be passing by. The Star Wars star congratulated Mr Shaw on his 31 years of service and wished him well with his retirement. Harrison Ford is in London filming his fifth Indiana Jones movie. Taking a look at the weather around the country now. Mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 25 degrees. Rain developing later in Sydney, 27 the top. Rain in Canberra heading for 19. Showers in Melbourne, 14. Showers in Hobart and also in Adelaide today, a top of 13 there. Mostly sunny in Perth, 19 degrees. And sunny and 33 in Darwin.